Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to the Four Wheel Drive Podcast driven by Shelter. You're in for a treat here, 70 Series Part 2 with my good friend Ronnie and Jaden. Uh, Southern Riverman let it ride. We met Cal, actually, we at did. the Chrissy Party. Great man. Our socials, the Four Wheel Drive Podcast on Instagram and all of our episodes over on Backchat's YouTube. Back to Cal. What a guy. What a bloke. <laughs> he is an absolute rock star. Just had the... Uh, he looked like a rock star He looks, too. The looks the part, ripping fella, um, and was pumped that... His songs are part of what yeah, the Four Wheel Drive podcast yeah. and Back Chatter about. So cool to put a face to the name Cal at Southern River Band. So um, it was. We appreciate him being on board with us. But uh, Ronnie, it's just been Christmas, mate. How was how's Chrissy Day? Ooh. The lead up. Yeah, it was good, mate. I'm I'm pretty wrecked after three day three Aren't days we of all? Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How are you? How was your Christmas? Yeah, good. It was good fun. We just you know plans are plenty um, this time of year. So. It's actually nice to be back in here chatting four-wheel driving, but um, yeah, great family time and um, friends, all the rest of it, plenty of uh, plenty presents of under nights. the tree. Yeah, there's a few late nights, a couple of shelters, not too many, but a couple, um, pretty even balanced Christmas, which was good. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a nice, relaxing, low-key. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it was, it was warm over here in WA though, so we are lucky it to was. have a pool nearby. Um, yeah, were you at your place? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, didn't even get in the pool, actually. The kids got in the pool. Yeah, righto. The kids have three nights in a row, 11 o'clock a night. Whew. Yeah. So they're pretty wrecked to, today, so I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's actually with kids, a lot of my close friends have, have young children, and it's the, the magic of Christmas is all around when there's kids about, yeah. and it makes it, it makes it actually quite fun to see how excited the kids get about it because us adults can, or maybe not yeah, as a parent, well, but you know, you've oh, got to yeah, create the magic. Definitely. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, the old elf on a shelf thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> that's good. That is good stuff, that. Never around when I was younger, but... Yeah, but look, after after 20 days, mate, is, you know... Do you, uh, do you watch Yellowstone? Yes. Well, I saw this meme pop up and it was like, um, I, sent it to, I sent it to the wife and it says, um, where should we move the elf next? And it said, Take him to the train station. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. If anyone hasn't seen Yellowstone yet, go and get a get a taste of that reference because yeah. that is a good but, show. Yeah. Hey, while Chrissy was uh, obviously a great time for us, we just want to send our best wishes out to those over on the East Coast. So Vic, 100%. New South Wales, and especially uh, Queensland and North Queensland um, have copped some some really severe weather 
Um, At an odd time of the year, really as well. odd time of the year. Quite scary stuff. So we hope uh, we hope everyone up there is is well. Um, hopefully the Christmas cheer spread um, through the communities up there when there probably wasn't a lot of reason. So um, wishing everyone all the best up there. Rafa, our good friend. Yep. Uh, in Cairns, we checked in with him. He's okay, but said there is there is a lot, a lot of water around. There is. Um, yeah, like you say, bad timing. Yep. He sent me a few um, few videos. Uh, he, he showed me one where the water was like almost bonnet high. And, and I said, oh, wow. So you actually drove through it. And he goes, no, no, that was before the road got closed. Yeah, right. So... He says he's on a little island inside Cairns. And yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's scary stuff. I've seen a little bit. Uh, actually, because it's because of the time of year, I, I hadn't seen the news. I hadn't seen a Not lot a of what was going much. on. And uh, I was only just having a quick um, flick through YouTube this morning. And I saw a few videos from a couple of content creators up that way. And um, incredible scenes. I almost Hectic. felt bad that I hadn't been, you know, watching from afar. But it was, um, yeah, full on. So we, we wish everyone all the best up there um, and hope that they're okay. But another thing I want to quickly touch on as I get a little notification. Sorry about that through the years there, Jaden. Was that from you, Jaden? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. Um, no, 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 that's not me. Is, mate, the, we, with the four-wheel drive shows just gone, the most asked about person at the, all three shows yeah. was your good mate, Torben. Oh. Now, I, I, a, bit of a, a bit of a change in pace here from, um, from what we just covered, but... Can you give us, give us an update on what, what Torbs is doing? Because I feel like we're quite good mates now and we hang out quite a bit, but I still haven't met uh, your partner in crime, Torben. Yeah, yeah. Well, he um, he wasn't even there for Christmas this year, so um, I've, yeah, you must have been too busy. But we are planning the Canning Stock route. Right, um, okay. So we have been in contact about that and uh, we've, we've set some dates down. Beautiful. So it's just a matter of getting those permits now and uh, we need to get those extra permits for Channel 7. Right, yep. So the filming permits, which means that... Um, it makes it a bit easier for me. I don't have to apply for those being YouTube filming stuff. Yeah, okay. So, and then we're trying, we want to get hold of some TOs as well so, yep. so we can bring more in. But um, yeah, he's not too thrilled about the time of the year we're going, but um, I think he's more acclimatized than I am because he said the other day it was like 47 degrees in Newman. Yeah, right. Uh, but he was—he he came back to Perth the day after that day, so I'm, I'm, get, get his he's probably got a jacket on right now. <laughs> yeah, he it's would probably do that. Cold. Only about 25 here, <laughs> which has been uh, been shocking over the last. Yeah, it's been yeah. hot the last two weeks. Um, it has. But that's good for people to know that he's he's not far away, Torbs, because no, he, no, no. he was well sought after at those shows. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, to meet him. Jaden's just just dropped in here. Um, we we encourage you to go go and donate. Um, anyone that can can afford to help out. Um, those in need, especially in North Queensland, I think is where they're most affected, I'd say. So, um, yeah, thoughts go out to them. If you can spare any change, uh, that would be a good place to send it. Now, mate, we're here for the 70 series, uh, Mark Two, episode two on it. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since we chatted about it. It has. I just want to get you sort of the, the, the off the rank here today. First off the rank is any new feelings since we last chatted? You're pretty positive. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty... <laughs> Interrogation time here. He's blushing even at the <clears> 70 series. He's getting nervous. <laughs> mate, um, oh, mate, cartwheels. Yeah, cartwheels. It's, I'm loving yeah, this. No backflips, but cartwheels. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, you were talking about you wanted to satisfy that V8 itch. Yes. You know, I don't think you should. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. Look, there's a very revealing video coming out soon about how it is off-road. And, and honestly, it just, it just kept ticking boxes. I was like, okay, well, this is where it's going to 
you know, some, something's yeah. going to reveal a weakness yeah, here. But yeah. Nope, no weakness. Uh, just learning more about it. It's, um, it's, it's freaking good, mate. It's, it's good. So, a lot of people are like, why don't I put the 3.3 liter in? I was one of those people as well. But when you think about it, a 2.8 liter um, with the same gearbox, Hilux is proven, Prado is proven, the engine's proven, the gearbox is more or less proven. The driveline itself is from a 70 series. That's also proven. And we spoke about last time, the diff ratios. So, it just, it's really zippy on the roads, which means it gets from low speed to medium speed really fast, which means that... Medium being 60Ks, 60, 80, 60, 80, even yeah, 100. Right. Yeah, okay. That's probably where it tops out. Yep. That's where the gear ratio of a, of a Hilux in the final gear will then go right. past it. Yep. And I think we spoke, touched on that before as well. But yep. I just think because of that, it's going to be interesting. We're going to find out soon how well it's going to tow. Yes, that was so, part of what I wanted to get to today as well. So you haven't tried that yet? No, not yet oh, because... You haven't been set up with the, the yeah. rear bar or something, was that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So with a 79, just to put this into context, with a 79 series, you put a rear tow bar on, it's just a bolt-on job. Yeah. And yeah, it's bloody heavy. You just use a couple of ratchet, ratchet straps. You can get it on yourself. I had that idea with the 76 as well, not yep. realizing that with a 76, you've got to pull a bumper apart. You've got to grind five mil of welds on either side. You've got to get a cold chisel, knock some um, welded nuts off. Then you've got to drill them out. Then you got to fit the bloody thing and you got to drill some more holes. So, you know, I, ra- I unwrapped this box and then I was like, cool, I've got about two hours. I was like, not happening today. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, it'll happen in a number of days. Yeah. I'll do okay. it then. Yeah, righto. So, when's this video coming out that you you said is going to be the... The off-road one? Yeah. Uh, it'll be the first Sunday after uh, in the new year. Righto. So, a little new year treat. A little new year one. treat. Because I just... I've, we've... I've, I rammed it home last week, but I just want to reiterate, he is not faking this. Uh, this is no. genuine uh, genuine pleasure Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. how and you the, go about this car. And the car wheels in, in my head are, you know, having three cars, you know. Um, I have to get rid of one of them at some point. Yeah. And, and now, like, it's like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out, the won't we? The decision is becoming more <laughs> and more difficult. Have you had the family and the dog... Have you had everyone in there yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have? Yep. How did yep. you find that? Uh, yeah, good. Or how did they find that? Oh, mate, the dog, the dog looks small in the back of a, of a yeah, 76. Right. Uh, how much room is in the back of a 76, Jane? Fair bit. Yeah. I mean, yours is probably loaded with drawers and stuff now. Yeah, but... it's loaded with drawers. But yeah. I... So, like, floor to roof. Yeah. Yeah, just, just like, width and... Ah, oh, righto. Yeah, you could fit a few dogs way. in there. Yeah. 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 yeah, you could fit a couple of Ridgebacks in there. Jeez. <laughs> it's a 50... Well, my wife reckons she's 60 kilo in the, <laughs> in the back, time. you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, actually, she had a fair bit of Christmas yeah, ham and a couple other things, I'll a bet. bit of smoked salmon. She's, she's not too well today, I heard. <laughs> uh, it's like the rest of us. Oh, mate. Okay, so that ticks the family, that sort of side of it then. Definitely, definitely ticks. Uh, I feel like that's yeah. a danger for people. Well, yeah. It's not look, a danger. It's just one, it's a, a thought with the 76. Yeah. The 76 is a family wagon. Yep. The troop is more seen as the two-person, although... You, you get them now with a five-seater. Yeah. You, you can't actually get them just as a two-seater anymore, I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm, I'm certain because they deleted the bench seats. ADR said, no, 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 not doing that anymore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I got the last one of that, but then I converted it to a four-seater anyway. 
Uh, and then with the 79, so you've got a 79 dual cab and the 76 wagon. Those two, if you're looking at buying a 70 series, are the family yep. setups, you know, because you've got the five seats, you know. Yep. Three in the back, two in the front. Right. Yep. Um, but with the wagon, even more like it, it's, it's, it's basically like a, like a rough and rugged Prado. That's how I would yeah. describe it. And it is even more so now because it's got the auto, it's got the 2.8. Um, it's it's not... I wouldn't recommend anyone buying it just to drive around in the city. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Get a Prado. That's a great prelude to my next question is, yeah, why why would you, I suppose, um, recommend the 76 as opposed to a Prado? Because I'm thinking if they're, the similar, if they're a similar price for what I'm after, yep. no brainer to go to the Prado still. If but what, what would be the what would be your main differences that would be two point eight liter seventy six is for you? Yeah, look, um, two point eight liter seventy six is for me because I will take it bush. I yep. will do things to it. I will take it through water. There's less electronics. It's more robust. It's more it's more forgiving with the drive line because I already yep. know the drive line. Um, with the Prado, it's more luxury. You got heated seats. You got you got all the bells and whistles. Yeah. In the seventy six, it is just like it's basically a supervisor's mindset car, really. Yeah, right. That's the spec you get. But the attractiveness of this type of vehicle is that it it comes bare bones. It's strong. It's rugged, and it you know it's not very comfortable compared to a Prado because it's not an IFS vehicle. You know, independent front suspension on Prado, you got that nice wishbone. Yeah. You know, nice and spongy. It has a coil rear. This has leaf rear, coil front, solid front, solid rear. So it's rigid. Until you put weight in it, it's very, it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, um, with the new setup, it gets around the city pretty quick. Yeah. 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 And and what I know we touched on it last week as well. Just for an update, the price of a brand new seventy six is roughly yeah seventy five. Ah, yeah. So. Mine was 72, but then okay. I had delivery charge and then you got the government tax, stamp duty, because I think it goes above the that threshold of the um, luxury tax, yep. I think. I don't know. It ended up costing me 88 to drive away. Yeah, okay. So right. it's, it's, a fair, it's a fair bit of coin for what you get. Yep. But what people don't see is what you don't get. I mean, what you do get is a robust vehicle. You can't get anything else that has a front rear diff lock solid yeah. front and rear axle with the proven engine proven gearbox uh the name itself is yep. it's you know it, it sings rugged reliability look a prada sings the same thing but not to that level yeah you know yep. this is like the reliable car you'll take to the bush a prado yes you can do that too but there are some things that can happen to a prado which have happened on some tag along tours a little bit of dirt gets into a sensor and then all of a sudden the car goes into limp mode in a sort of behind-the-scenes limp mode. Yeah. So one particular occasion, um, the ABS sensors got uh, all dirtied or damaged and um, this guy, the guy's name was Chris. He had a, the Prado, really wicked setup Prado. He's actually on the Modified show in one of the episodes. Yep. He was in four-wheel drive low and we were down in the far east of the southwest. <laughs> That's what. Uh, yeah, not a bad spot that one. Uh, plenty of things go wrong down there, and <laughs> and this situation, he slid off the track. We winched him back on, mud on the sensor. Later, he took it out of low range and put it to high range, but couldn't get back into low range when he needed it because there's, because they had a sensor issue. Right. Which means that every time he took he takes a step backwards, he can't go forward again. 
Right. So if he left it in the low range, he would have low range the whole trip. But because he went to high range, he couldn't go back to low range. Had he gone to two-wheel drive... That's it. That's it. Two-wheel drive. Wow. Well, it'd be towing him around a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not show over, but... Yeah, yeah, right. So the... the Less things that go wrong. Yeah, the ruggedness of the 70 series, if that's going to be your your go is... is Do you think it'll be... Do you think bef- now? I'm not sure what Toyota are going to do if the if the plan is to phase out the V8 completely. But I'd do you, say it is. Yeah, you say it would be, yeah. and whatever that timing is, I'm, I'm not sure. And you, I don't know if I think the, you have an idea. I think the time is going to with my question. Yeah, I think I think the time is going to be aligned with when the mines figure out what they're going to do for underground. Because the only reason why that V8's still around, oh yeah, it's is the, because the gearing they want, down yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, because they actually lock the car into first gear low right so that can't change the gear can't at all go any, yeah okay so it, it's locked in that might to, be good for me without the manual <laughs> license <laughs> <laughs> yeah you won't be going very, very fast though yeah but i won't stall <laughs> yeah. so there's something to do with, with the brakes underground they, they just don't want to touch brakes they don't want to rely on yep. on the brakes because once you do that then the brakes they, they're just fingered pretty much okay. straight away yeah so that's why with a 2.8 uh automatic You've got to use the brakes. You have to rely on the brakes of an automatic yeah. vehicle. It is no getting around it. Yeah. And that's the only that's the only oh. downfall to an auto. That's got me another two part question now. Okay. So first part, which was so that answers my it doesn't answer my question, but it helps with it. Do you see the two point eight liter, say excluding the mines, general public, full drivers, mm. um, city slickers like me driving around to the shops and back, do you see the two point eight liter overtaking the V eight? Once it once it, once there's enough on the road and people start to figure out, they listen to this, they realise how how well the two point eight litre is performing. Do you think they will overtake sales of the V eight? I think it's it's a bit of an open ended question, and the answer is going to be a bit open ended. It's going to take a long time to get that many two point eights out because this, the the eight you know the V eight's been around for a long time, yes. over ten years. Um, over 15 years maybe even. So, oh, and there are new cars coming out from Toyota as well, like the Prado and the Hilux. They're coming out with 48-volt battery system. Now, they're not called hybrids. I don't know why. They they call them uh, like a generator thing off it or right. something. So, it's got a 48-volt battery, uh, a 2.8-litre engine, the same engine, but it's got that 48-volt. How it helps the vehicle, I don't 100% understand or, or or know all that stuff yet but i just know that's coming out right i've got my name I've, I've got my name on a dealership saying i want to test drive this car because yep. i'm quite excited about it now if that variation comes out and that's quite successful i'd imagine that that's just going to naturally go into the 76 okay. yep. right the 70 range which means we'll have the 48 volt battery and the uh, 2.8 later and the reason why I'm excited about it because I'm excited about when I heard about that is it's going to change the game when it comes to vehicle electrics because using 12 volt, you need cables as thick as my thumb for some things. Yep. However, with 48 volt, the, the same cable doing the same thing can be thinner than my pinky. Yeah, righto. Uh, it's, and you'll be able to run a house solar panel on the bloody thing because yeah, right. 48 volt panel. So it's going to change a lot of that stuff. So a lot of these companies um, are going to have to, you know, start working on how they're going to keep up with the 48 volt because that's going to be a massive thing, I reckon, when all this stuff comes yeah, out. Okay. Now, a lot of people will probably go, 
48 volt and then have like a like an inverter that downgrades it to a 12 volt or something yep. but i would i would i would start making accessories for 48 volts so is that a one is that one battery i'm not sure like is it yeah a monster or is it it could be a, it could be two batteries paired up to make the 48 yeah, volt okay. um it yeah, it could even be four batteries. I doubt it'd be four batteries, but it could yeah. be. So yeah, right. I'm, I'm not actually sure. I don't know. No, but no, ah, I don't know enough enough about it yet. Yeah. But all I know is it's quite exciting um, because having full electric cars, Australia's not ready for that. Yeah. Especially we're talking full driving, going bush, going camping. How are you going to charge a car? Yeah. And people already struggling to to go from um, my um, my brother-in-law up in the wheat belt. One of his neighbours has an electric car, and it takes hours to charge this thing so he's got to charge to go to perth and yeah. then he's going to charge it in perth to get, to get back. back and it takes hours yep so having a hybrid car makes sense yeah it's like a phase going into it yep now that that i've got so many more questions now but the other one that i was going to ask you is is the handbrake the same as the old <laughs> 70 series when well, you started talking about brakes that's what triggered me on that and then you started yeah. talking about other stuff and now i'm going nuts but i remember the handbrake question the handbrake is fucking terrible. Okay. The same as before. Part, pardon my that's French. A, that's, a wor- that's the worst thing you said <laughs> about the whole car. No, well, there's actually more things that are terrible about it. And I can jump into those now if you like. Yeah, um, we, we've probably got to balance this out a little bit. To well, be honest, yeah, so. yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. There are some things that are yeah, of course, pretty yeah. shit about yeah. it. Um, like every car though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm glad there is because not because of having those things because... If I'm going to keep that car, if I keep it, I'm going to upgrade these things because the stereo, I can't see a goddamn thing when I'm driving. It's like, it's this milky, hazy, it's like they left, you know, when you get a new phone or a new tablet. Oh, yeah. You got that, it's got yeah. a little protector on it still. Uh, yeah. It's numerous, like that. numerous times during one, the first week, I was trying to, can I pick at this thing? Can I, is it still on or what? What's going on? Because you can't see it. Right. The sunlight comes through, it gets worse. And then at night, you think it gets better. Nah, it probably really? gets, actually gets worse. Because anything that, anything that sort of lights up from the side, like street lights that come in and you're reversing, it has this like, it's like it, it vignettes like white. So it's really hard to see yeah, right. out of the camera. And when you're driving and you're looking down to see, oh, what song, uh, you're like really, you know. You got to. You gotta really Especially look. Especially you, your eyesight. I mean, <laughs> well, I'll go. We all know that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty crap. Um, look, the handbrake is is absolutely terrible, and it's the same as before. But you have a parking pin now. Oh. Instead of you know in the auto. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I was like parking pin. You're getting out and yeah. throwing something through the wheels. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you now. Yeah, it's just just like what we yeah. what us normal people are used to. Yeah, um, yeah. That yeah. parking pin is going to get a good workout, though, I'm telling you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, the manual has one as well. Well, yeah, it, it does, it does. Yeah. And here's the thing, though. <laughs> first gear, has yours slowly crept down a driveway before? In first? Yeah. No. Okay. Is that something I should be worried about? Because my handbrake has crapped itself. Okay, if you're, yeah. Like Particu- yours? Particularly if your car is really heavy. When my 79 used to be 4.2 tonne, um... And if I load it up with a bit of weight now, it'll still do it. You park it and the weight of the car is enough to, to slowly move the pistons and then it'll turn over. Oh. It, get, it gets to this tipping point where it goes tick, tick, tick <laughs> and it'll sit there for a bit. Tick, tick, tick. I, I'm not kidding. There was once I parked it, went inside, <laughs> emptied the bin from inside like half an hour, hour later. 
might have been two hours, walked out and I'm like, why is my car halfway down the driveway? <laughs> and then I stood there for a bit and then I heard tick, 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 Jeez. tick, tick, tick. So it's just moving like a little bit at a time. So I then hopped in, I then put it in reverse, still does it. I then put it in low range, does it faster. <laughs> and has there been is there no correction from Toyota on this? Like, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah. In, yeah. Well, it moves I'm not, slowly. I'm not ragging yeah. Toyota out, but if it's still, it's a very, it's a very, very slow, slow process. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, don't put your swag in front of a car ever, especially a Toyota. Yeah. yeah Do good not. Point. Good tip. Yeah. Because you know, you, four hours later, you'd be like, "What's what's clamping down on my leg?" It's <laughs> <laughs> your car, man. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. And then a me who can't drive a manual has to try and save you. <laughs> <laughs> Out of gear before we started. <laughs> yeah. uh, very good. Now Jaden's just dropped in the um, the website pricing. So seventy six series workmate wagon seventy five, and then I'm assuming. Did you put in the postcode though? To get that, the postcode. Yeah, to get the pricing, you gotta have the postcode in. No, this fo- is just from the Toyota website. <clears throat> so like the prices will differ, but this is just for straight and then from the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. So, so there's gonna be some add-ons like you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's um, there's WA taxes all. Yeah. So oh. statutory charges or other on-road costs not included, and then there's a fifteen hundred dollar option for front and rear diff locks. Yeah. Yep. And six hundred seventy-five dollar option. option for premium paint. <laughs> so if you really it want sounds to, like Ronnie, Ronnie didn't get the option <laughs> yeah there's a front and rear diff lock option for $1500 a little add-on yeah but that's what, oh that's if you add it on to your work mate no, right that's I don't know that's that's an add-on for that must that's be that's an add-on for 79 series GX cab chassis and a 79 oh. series double cab chassis okay yeah Sorry, that, that's a GX yeah. that's oh, a GX yeah. gotcha, gotcha. and yeah, the yeah. work mate so, yeah, because yeah, yeah. oh, it comes so with you, it in the you GXL. What's, well, it, what's the GX? Uh, the GX is like the, in, the in-between guy. Oh. <laughs> that you don't hear of well, much. I've got that in the 200 just, series, just single the GX, cab. but that's yeah, like yeah. the base model 200 series. Yeah, it's just, the, uh, it's just in a single cab. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, you, you, what, what's island. that then? That's 78. So, the Workmate 76 is 75 and a half on, on these, obviously excluding those other costs. What's the Prado worth now? Well... I thought you'd never ask. Let me. Just get to my, uh... <laughs> so I remember when um, when I bought that Hilux in twenty was it twenty twenty one twenty twenty when I bought that Hilux, they had just pushed up the price by ten grand. I think ten grand. Yeah, roughly ten grand. And then since then they've pushed up the price again, another another ten grand. It's just the cost of everything, you know. Yeah, right. It's just gone ballistic since COVID and all that stuff as all. Well. Let me. Um... I've got. Jeez, I've got 2023 Toyota Land Cruiser Prado GX, 62,830. Uh, I've got a 2023 Toyota Land Cruiser Prado GX, well, obviously 76 drive away. I've got that for the VX. And that's a new car to order. And then I've got a, a Kakadu for 87,000. Yeah. So when you, when you compare those prices, 60 and 90. if you're going to use it for the city, you'd be mad to buy... A 76. Yeah. Unless you are actually going to use it for its intended purpose and what it's built for, you'll be mad to to purchase that and then not purchase a Prado. Yeah. Because you're going to get way more out of a Prado. It's going to be way more comfortable around town. And 
you can also get a seven seater Prado. And when you're saying the the, the VX is is um you know it's it's a no brainer for most people to get a Prado over a um over a seventy six. Yeah. And I'd say then you got the Fortuna as well. Yeah. Just that, on the Prado, why why is the seventy six not dropped its price now that it doesn't have a V eight and it's just a two point eight liter I same think, engine as a Prado, right? Well, why it's, hasn't the price dropped? It doesn't have the same amenities. It doesn't have. It is a good. Luxury. It is a good question. Look, the price has dropped when you compare it to a V8. But now it's just a Prado, right? Like same engine, same kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a Prado with no frills. Yeah, that's so what why I is actually it still think that's ten grand more than a Prado. Maybe the I don't know. It's 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 an interesting question, but the new Prado is coming out next year, um, so that will answer the question: What's the price of that going to be? Mm. I'd imagine that'll be another ten grand. Which then brings the price pretty close, right? So that's what I'm saying. You, you're better off if you're going to use it for the city. Get, oh, a, get a Prado. That's got the new look too. That new Prado, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what so I remember that one. Yeah. I think so. The, the two fifty. Uh, I mean, like, that's what I call in America the two fifty. But I think, oh, I think the one the whole bit two hundred fifty k. Yeah, two fifty series. No, I know. They've really bumped the price up. No, no. Yeah, righto. But when you, I mean, when you when you compare those prices, you know, and you keep if people are still thinking about the 88 well that's the drive away so you got to add all this stuff to the prado mm. as well you're going to be up around the same but again if you're comparing those two depending on what you want to use them for yep yep um well i feel like there's so much to ask on this but i don't want to bore everyone with stuff i asked last week and just touch and base so <laughs> we'll keep, go- keep going have you got any um <laughs> do you want me to just, just uh, keep boring the people <laughs> just for my own the, my own uh Duggar, rabbit hole yeah <laughs> uh is, is, actually there's one other thing i haven't asked you. have you have you modified anything else to it since we last saw it uh apart from window tints and, and the armrest he yeah. is a big deal and he needs to tint the windows to get around <laughs> <laughs> mate it was a bloody fishbowl before so <laughs> yeah it is actually look apart from the tires and well, I've got some 33s sitting there. Yeah, oh, that's right. So, they're not on yet? They're not on yet nah. because I had a problem with the rims. Apparently, I had two rims that were buckled and the tire shop told me. I didn't even didn't even know. I'd taken those rims off for a while anyway and I put um, these other ones back on the 79. Yep. Um, I thought I had to go a zero offset. This is a different story. But it turns out I can legally have negative 25 offset on the 79 series because it's going through all the pit process and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I needed that because I put the zeros on and started hitting the, the um, remote res on the shocks and those things started falling off. And then then my um, sway bar got loose and came off. And then I actually had trouble filming a diff locker video because I had too much travel in a 70 series. There Can you, you believe that shit? No, I can't believe that. Too much travel in a 70 <laughs> series. It was unbelievable. I was like, I can't get this thing to get stuck because the wheels are traveling so much. If you um, just for people that don't know what travel is out there, do you want to explain that just quickly? Because it's not traveling from A to B. No, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. So up and down, you've got travel on your vehicle, and patrols are known for having yes. wicked travel, and so are jeeps. And a jeep wrangler is probably a good one, like a jeep wrangler Rubicon, because it has this sway bar disconnect. You've got a button you can press. And then it pops out this pin and then basically drops the sway bar down. And then now you're disconnected. You've got more wheel travel. You can now, your wheel can now go further down and further up. Yep. So you're basically keeping more contact with the ground. Yep. 
when it comes to the 70 series, they're renowned for not having much flex. Yes. They flex like a lawnmower. They like will surfboard. lift like anything. Yep, they will lift like anything. And you see soaring and anyone who drives in a 70 series for the first time, they're usually like, you know, they're, they're, they've got to change their undies. Yeah. Essentially, because yep. the, the angles you get on are ridiculous, but they're not that bad. You're just sitting up really high because yep. Lanker is the king of the road kind of thing. That's <laughs> how that make you feel sometimes. Um, they also make you feel like you're going to tip over, obviously. So the sway bar uh, connection was damaged from previous trips and that came undone with this other wheel. It kept, yeah, I don't know how it happened. It just came apart and I had really good wheel travel in a 70 series. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous problem I've ever had. <laughs> love the problem. I know. It's, I love the problem. But the problem was... It was moving so much, it was hitting my uh, re- remote res and then I had to right. sort of stop articulating, yeah. uh, air up and drive home. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. So There you go, making a there you go. 79 travel. Yeah, how you make your 79 travel? Yeah, rip out the sway bar. <laughs> Just don't drive on the highway. This is the four-wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. All right, Ronnie, if you don't mind, mate, it's time for around the tyre pit. Brought to you by Maxis. Got the big trapezoid behind me. Um, and the big 811 behind me. Yeah, there it is. Which one? Over there. Oh, yeah, the AT. Big broad shoulders on you, mate. I can't even see it. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Maxi. Oh, sweater. We didn't get the sweater out. Did you wear that on Christmas Day? I did. I actually you wore, wore the Maxis sweater. I wore it to my nice. mum's house. And as soon as she opened the door, I said, I've got to get this off. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, it's at 40 degrees. <laughs> it was so hot, eh? Yeah. Um, going to go back old school. I'm going to shut the laptop. Jaden's going to give us the around the type of questions today. Not that I'll probably be able to help on a 70 series, um, a 70 series topic, but... I'll chime in where I can, or, is, or I might just have a snooze. This is good. It feels like you're closing the lie detector. Every time we talk about the yeah. new 70, it's like... <laughs> I've been FaceTime my old man, so I'm just going to say goodbye to him, and there he goes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right. See you, that goes, Dad. <laughs> and don't worry, Ronnie, I've got the lie detector open over this side. Oh, so it's all red over there, actually, at the moment. Yeah, there are a lot of red Which lights means over we're there. recording. He can't... Oh, that's <laughs> good, actually. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, how's the fire sound? All good? Yeah, I've got yeah, it's good. Total fire ban, so fire, we're not, isn't it? Yeah, we're not we're actually not. lighting a fire. No, if anyone, government oh, listening, we are not having a fire. Yes. Wouldn't be around the tire pit without a fire. That's true. Around the tire pit. Genius. It'd be nice if those Max's tires burnt, but they don't. Too good. <laughs> nice save. Um, all right. Yeah. Am I allowed to have a drink of water? Oh, yeah. While this mate. is on? Thanks. Yeah, of course, mate. Oh, sorry. No, no, go for it. I'm, I'll be back. Here we go. All right. This one from Stinkhound. Test drove a 2.8 uh, auto dual cab at Grand Toyota Wangara today. Um, it was bloody awesome to drive. Interested to see what some weight does to them. Ronnie, do you have any... Have you had any weight in yours? Uh, apart from a 60 kilo dog and uh, a full family, uh, not too much weight. Oh, oh, look, I've had a f- bit of stuff in there, but uh, weight is is to come wait there will be weight. oh there's a bit of more weight <laughs> wow there, there may be some concrete blocks coated in plastic <laughs> we'll see if you agree with this one 4x4 CAA I drove one last weekend and I have to say it didn't lack any power on the beach just bloody uncomfortable in stock form they bounce around everywhere oh yeah yeah don't they just yeah yeah they do look until you put a bit of weight in them look yours probably drives pretty good Jaden because you've got the weight in it uh, but it will drive exactly like yours 
if it was just unladen. Yeah. So yeah, definitely with without any weight in them, with the right tire pressure and the weight, they're they're not too bad. But if you don't have one or the other, they're pretty rough and rugged. Yeah, pretty. Uh, it pretty does feel sense. rough. If just for me to chime in, and say something while we're no talking about this, but it was uh, like even just the little speed humps around here when we had a drive. Yeah, you feel them. Yeah, yeah, and the and the passengers in the back feel it even more. Yeah, jumping. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's nice and stiff though, isn't it? Yeah, I've had a good a good drive. Just noticed it on the bumps. Yeah, it's like a full drive go kart. Yeah, <laughs> king of the road, mate. No suspension, <laughs> and uh, but sitting a little higher. Yeah, you are up, you are up high. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> you just want yeah, to, you want to like, chime in about King of the Road and your 70 series. Oh, I, I, do, yeah, and I like a little bit, yeah, but no, it's all right. You had a good giggle about that one before. <laughs> I, know the, I know the feeling. It was, uh, yeah, well, you wouldn't know, don't you? <laughs> I don't. So. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, CB167. I've got a 2.8 Troopy arriving in February. Be interested to see how far the new 76 will go without lockers engaged. So, have you had any... Oh, great, great, great question. It's a, it's a, it's a double-parter. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so can I answer now? And then? Yeah, go okay, for it, yeah. Uh, mate, you're gonna love this because I think if the workmate has the same safety system, it would do. You'd think it would do. The new version has this thing that works in the background. It's kind of like A Track. Have you ever heard of A Track? It's like in FJs are quite f- famous for it. They, they made A Track uh, notable. Um, heads will roll. Is that A Track? Yeah. yeah, I know that. I don't know that one. <laughs> I know, I know the song about, though. <laughs> anyway, so A Track, it's like this uh, assistant technology in the background. Uh, Jeep has a very similar thing, only works in low range. So in high range, you want to turn that stability control off because it is it's painful. It gets you stuck. In low range, it turns it off automatically, but there's something that works in the background and it does this wizardry. <laughs> All it does really is just applies brake to the wheels that are spinning. If they're spinning like freely, let's say yeah. if you lift the wheel or something, it'll it'll pulse the brake and then the wheels that have contact with the ground they'll then move a bit right because you know it, it, all the all the torque and power is not escaping out of the um you know um least resistance anymore because it's pulsing that does work to a degree however when the humps are really deep and there's like a bit of a distance between it you need more momentum uh, which means that you can defeat the obstacles but not without a higher risk so it's probably more fun as all. Well but you're risking your drive line a bit more and you're risking right. also pa- panels. If you're on like a section where you really want to be going as slow as possible and crawling over, you don't want to be bouncing because you might fall off the edge of a cliff or something, that's where your lockers come in because then you put them in and you crawl up slowly. Yep, right. Um, but it does have this system that can help you go forward and I want to do some more testing on it. We're going to get the vehicle bogged and stuff as well yep. and then go from there. So he's got one coming, does he, Jaden? Well, I've got the name. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just just another one. But keep yeah. going, mate. Keep going on this. We can come back. No, yeah. no, no. I was just I, I just forgot oh, I why you he asked. Had one. No, 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 no. I just forgot why he asked. Why? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got, got a trooper coming. He's got yeah, a 2.8 cool. liter trooper. Oh, cool. Trooper I, yeah. I was yeah, thinking about heads will roll. Yeah. Next one. Nothing for me. Um What's the second part of this The question? second part is the oh, uh, the Prado same. owner's manual advises tying in fourth and he just wants to know if it's the same with the new 70 series <clears> 2.8. And actually, we were talking about this last week, Ronnie, because yeah. I towed with the 76 up up north mm-hmm. and I was told to tow in fourth. 
Yeah, so I've been told by numerous mechanics um, to, in a 70 series manual, you can tow in fifth. It's a lot safer than other vehicles. Other vehicles that have, um, look, I'm not going to claim I know an expert on gearboxes here, but in the 70 series in particular, the that fifth gear is on the same row or something like that. It's it's in a spot where it's tolerable to tow with fifth, and I've towed with fifth in low range, high range, pretty much everywhere. The only time I, I need to knock it back in fourth is, you know, got a big hill coming up. Um, and if you don't want your engine to labour too much. So with the auto, it has power and haul mode. So my thinking would be when you press the power haul mode, because with the experience of driving with that, it drops down a gear, holds the gears longer. It's probably going to take the sixth gear out of the equation and just take you up to fifth gear, which means you still have an overdrive and you're still towing. I think that's that's what it's going to do. So you're saying you could stay in drive, so just yeah, automatic drive, power haul, yeah, and, and it'll be it probably won't car will tell you what you need. Basically. Yeah, yeah, it probably won't even go past fifth gear. Yeah, uh, it might downhill if you're going 130 or something stupid. Yeah, um, I don't know in a situation you'd be doing that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> not WA anyway. No, no, maybe in the Northern Territory though. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, right. Because that's that's, that's 130. Yeah. Um, I missed the end part of it, but I uh, just wanted to know whether the the tow slash haul setting if it, if that negates the the full thing but we've kind of yeah yeah, yeah. kind of so, covered that yeah so that that yeah that that pretty much sorts it out I, I think it's just like if you want to tow press that button it's going to hold the gears longer uh, it's going to shift at a different time probably at a better time because I, I have noticed when I drive it just around the city it's it likes to sit like really low in the gears like the RPM is like right down it almost almost feels like it's going to stall sometimes that's what it feels like you feel this little sort of rough slight vibration not enough to call it a vibration but i am calling it a vibration if that makes sense <laughs> so it, it's kind of like there but and, and you, you feel like you need to give it a bit more but i've been trying to hold it to see what it does and all it does is i can watch on a fuel on a fuel thing that meter that you, you put your foot down it goes up and down i've got it down to 11.3 now and that's after being at lancelin and yeah, right. Out of mundaring and stuff. So it's it's pretty good on, on juice. Again, no weight, no wind resistance yet, apart from being a brick um, already. Yeah. 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 So time yep. will tell. Yeah. It's yep. good. Are mm. you thinking like, are you going to do like a roof conversion on this or just keeping it real simple? Nah, I wouldn't do a roof conversion on, on this vehicle. Um, the Troopy has that. As much as I like roof conversions, I also do love the swag. And I also want to... This vehicle, I think, is more valuable for my viewers as well as a wagon because you don't have to have a 76 series to follow a wagon build. You just have to have a wagon. And a 76 being so simple and basic is probably going to cater for most people's questions and needs when it comes to fitting it out. And I do want to fit it out, but I'm not sure if I'm 100% going to do it yet. I likely will to a certain degree. I don't want to go balls to the wall just you know build a monstrosity it might happen <laughs> eventually but to start with i want, want to take a gradual because it's a bit like the hilux build how a lot of people loved that build because it was uh reachable it was affordable it was um a lot of stuff people could do themselves you know so that's kind of where i want to take this build 
and then from there i'll see after that now we'll have to lift it obviously and put bigger tires on it Here to test go. the 35 inch yep. test but i'm likely to put it back down to 33s i want to i reckon Ooh. we should put a wager on this yeah a little bet <laughs> I, don't, on. I don't bet on these things <laughs> yeah, i feel like you're gonna lose your marbles with this thing go all out <laughs> I've, I'm already half and i would around. not blame you <laughs> uh on the have you got more um go for yours because i'll ask mine at the end yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got one. It's How many people have bought one so far? Like, they've got one coming. Like, there's three people so far, yeah? Yeah, a few people have got one. They've Skull ordered one and they've, yeah. they've got some on the way. Um, there's a few. And there's also a few camera update questions yeah. for you, Dago. Um, but obviously, you've already gone ahead and bought I did, a camera. yes, I did. We won't, we won't read those then. Okay. Yeah, no, but a few, people have, <laughs> a few people have bought them and have got them on the way. There's a guy up in the Pilbara who's one is coming and he's just he sent in a question that was just um about how he's worried about bull bars because there's a massive weight on bull bars or something up there oh okay so massive weight on bull bars yeah look the toyota has a bull bar there's probably a massive weight on that being australia um if you are traveling remote you're probably going to put a bull bar on it um does the old um like a bull bar off the old 76 or 79 front that doesn't fit no. this does it no, no it does, doesn't fit um and it might be for a couple of reasons might, i'm not sure it might be the mounting points um but if it's not just the mounting points probably like the indicator location yeah of course yep uh, i believe that they'll have to do some kind of crash testing with it and stuff yep. um or at least simulations i think they do yep uh, i know arb have brought out one um, which seems a bit slower than what they normally would. But there's a, there's a couple other companies that I start bringing them out. And the thing is, like, it's probably if you're a, if you're a, a person who's going to make bull bars for this car and you, you get your ass in the gear and you get one made now, well, all the others are going to have, like, orders waiting and probably some of them will never, won't get it for six months. It's a good business to be in if you're going to make a bull bar. Mm, yep. That's well, all I'm saying there, you know. That leads so, me to one last question. Yeah. How the does Toyota send out the schematics and stuff so to these companies to start making bull bar designs? How, um, do, they, how do they get them out so I, I don't think early? so because Toyota are quite tight-knit with their own accessories. So how does like ARB, TJM, other brands? Nah, they, they wouldn't. They'd have to buy the car. Or and then? Yeah, or they have to do some under-the-table deal with, with a Toyota engineer or something, which would be quite risky for a Toyota engineer, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, 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 now this I'm just like a dark all, side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it's all figurative, obviously. It's all yeah. I, I I have heard no rumors of that happening, but I'd imagine that will happen. Like every industry's got something weird going four on. Full drive mafia. Yeah, full drive mafia. Wow. <laughs> Matt, drive we're learning mafia. a lot about the industry. It's probably a lot more innocent than what we. Yeah, it's probably a lot more. Innocent. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool to think. It definitely, about. it definitely is. Well, there's a lot just, of stuff. I just, I just thought there might be something like you know. A, yeah. little, a little deal like well no. it, always, it always feels like they're they're ready to go with when a new car comes out the new ranger or yeah. whatever it is the new um, like the new prado i'm sure they're going to be pretty much by the time someone brings one into them yeah i'm assuming they've got an accessory for it so when it comes to say for instance ford ranger the latest ford ranger that i test drove they have collaborated with a company like arb oh, okay right because they then sell it as uh oem or oeme OEM. OEM, yeah, yeah. yeah. They sell them as OEM parts, so you can buy like the compressor and it fits somewhere in particular to have a bracket ah, for it, okay. the bull bar and everything. So Ford are very, um, they're more collaborative in that yep. way. 
which is cool. I kind of wish Toyota were that way as well. It's not yeah, like they're totally. going to miss out on their business. Like, yeah. Toyota's still going to make bulk yeah. on their on their cars alone, but also people are still going to buy the Toyota Bullbar and stuff. But if they were to collab with a company like that, weird and wonderful things could come from that. But um, yeah, I think they're just so global, you know. I think maybe that's Ford Australia. I think maybe they're doing that in America as well, ARB. No, I, don't know, ARB. I don't know, but it would be cool to see more of that. So some car manufacturers definitely do um, probably help out some of these businesses you know yep. big, big brands because then they can get accessories out for them yep because um, all, all it is at the end of the day is more advertising right yeah for, for that car you know um, yeah you'd think it'd be quite quite a good good thing to do yeah 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 I just wish I got commission for every Toyota that was sold oh, for, yeah. <laughs> through my channel <laughs> oh, that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah it would be nice but then it wouldn't you, you wouldn't be as honest as yeah the, you are you wouldn't it, be able to, would you? It would like probably, you just wouldn't be able to say the things that you say. Not that you've said anything bad about it, but... Yeah, I think it it would depend. Either either that could continue if it was a thing or it just wouldn't continue. Because mm. if I get restricted on what I can and can't do, then I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, because it loses all its credibility and stuff and then it loses my appeal to even talking about... I don't like being told what I can and can't say about things. Yeah. Um, you know... Of course, if, if, if someone gives me a product that hasn't been released yet and I'm testing it and it fails, I will keep my, my mouth shut because they're trying to develop a product and I'm helping them with feedback. So then they will go back to the drawing board yeah. and make sure it's good. The yeah. worst thing you can do, and some people have done this in the industry, is they've, they've been asked to do the same thing and they've said yes. So they've taken on a responsibility to test the product. Then the product fails and then they tell the world about it. And it's like, mate, this you were there for this purpose to test this product and now you've just spilled the beans that this product is not good enough um, when it was in a testing phase. That's Un- a good point. Until you have tested it, you can't expect it to be 100%, right? So, well, that's, no, so that's a good point. I would have thought just like, it's, I mean, like unless they, you're testing the product, it breaks, you tell them the problems, they don't fix it and they release it anyway. Yeah, that's, that's like a, that's something yeah. that that's not cool no yeah but if people if they generally do that then you know they will make an effort to fix it because yeah. if if i can break it anyone can break it right yeah if that does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well i don't think anyone drives as hard as you do oh there's there's At i know casual, there's a few people, people. I, I know that um <laughs> <laughs> going back to Torbs here aren't we no we're not going back to Torbs here we're, we're um, I don't want to mention his name he's a bloody good bloke and um, yeah um, <laughs> if he's listening he knows I'm talking about him yeah, well there we go well yeah. that's the fire pit done from Sweet. my side I know you've <laughs> nah, got some stuff mate. that's good I've, I've got two um, fun ones actually uh, just while we're talking about the big uh, manufacturers there and who they may be partnering with does anyone here know what ARB actually stands for Oh, it's the uh, the brothers' names. It's um, Anthony Ronald Brown. There you go. Did you know Damn. that, Jaden? I would know, but I was no. when he, as soon as he said names, I just thought Andrew Richard something. Fair enough. All right, it could I'm work. Test it could you. work, right? Like, still. What does TJM stand for? Uh, I used to know this one, but don't know. Are we, are we taking a guess? Take yeah. a guess. Take a guess. I'll give you a tip. It's names as well. Yeah, um, Tom and Jerry, <laughs> um, manufacturing. <laughs> Tim and Tim and Jim, 
Team Morrison. Team, team, team and Jim Mowing? Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> the doors. The no, doors. that is the first thing that came to my head. Taylor, Jones, and Molinow. I, I don't know if I've said that right, but that was int- I didn't know that. There you go. Interesting. Both so that names. just family hmm. names or brothers' names and their... The ARB one's the brothers. Right. The I'm not sure about where the TJM one originated So from. here's my next question. What are we calling our company when we start one? We've got... LJR. 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 LJR, TJM and ARB. That off the tongue, doesn't it? LJR. LJR. LJR or... Alright, so this whole podcast is just to announce... DD and E. DD and E. E-D-D. Is that a wrestling move? D-E-D. <laughs> I'm not sure, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right, I. What do you think, boys? You probably. <laughs> I'm voting for LDR. LDR. LDR rolls off the tongue pretty good. LDR. LDR. Yeah. But what are we? What are we manufacturing here? Just everything they do, we'll just do it a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, apparently, we, we, you only have to like when full driving stuff. The pattern, obviously, there's patterns for. Yeah, products and stuff. You only have to change it by three percent. Three. Oh, so we could do a series seventy. See what I did there? Oh, yeah, that, that's oh, you haven't yeah, changed. Okay. <laughs> I know. I yeah, I mean, that yeah. works. It works. A, a like seventy-one it. and seventy-seven. The two numbers I haven't used yet. Dang, there we go. Snooze that's three percent. Yep, snooze you lose. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, please. But I'm, I, I've been told that it was three percent. You have to change. Hope you're not wrong. And that's yeah. it. Well, yeah, actually, just remind me of something. So Not that we're doing this. Similar products out there. Yeah, by the way. So, Rafa, Rafa asked me how I'm enjoying the um, 72.8 series. <laughs> and I was like, where are you going with this, mate? He's like, oh, I'm just seeing if this is catching on. I said, it's not going to catch on, 72. <laughs> 72.8 litre. I like it, Rafa. Anything Rafa says, I like. So yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, Big, big yeah. Rafa fan, so I like that. All right, Cheeky LDR, Rafa. let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks, Ronnie. 70 series update. You, it's all about you. Thank you, mate. So we Thank appreciate you, uh, picking your brains, Jaden. Well done. Southern River Band, Cal, he'll see us out. Um, you know where to find us. Uh, I'm just going to get our things up because I'm not on social media and I need to know. It's the Four Wheel Drive podcast on Instagram and all of our episodes over on Backchat's YouTube. Uh, all the best over East Topo Runs. Um, all okay over there. And Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah.